WVOW Local News, now. The West Virginia Legislature Coal Communities Work Group is scheduled to make a stop in Logan today. The visit is part of a listening tour the group is conducting to gain public input on the struggles of coal communities. I'm Aaron Stone. The work group was formed in June by members of the West Virginia House of Delegates with a goal of revitalizing communities devastated by coal mine and plant closures. The group of lawmakers wants input from community members most directly hit by challenges in coal communities, including displaced workers, business owners, and future entrepreneurs. According to literature provided by the lawmakers, the group's goal is to craft meaningful legislation to help revitalize impacted communities. The listening tour stop will be located at the Word of Life Church Gymnasium between 6 o'clock and 8 o'clock this evening. The listening tour will also have a stop at Beckley at Woodrow Wilson High School on Wednesday beginning at 6 o'clock as well. Members of the West Virginia Legislature Coal Communities Work Group include Logan Delegates Jordan Bridges and Margita Mazzocchi. Mingo County Delegate Mark Dean leads the group. This is WVOW Logan. Are you or a loved one suffering from a chronic wound that won't heal? The Advanced Wound Center at Logan Regional Medical Center is here to help you. Our team of compassionate health care providers will develop a personalized care plan tailored to your individual needs. We use advanced healing techniques such as hyperbaric oxygen therapy to help you heal quickly. Call us to learn more. The Advanced Wound Center at Logan Regional. Healing chronic wounds so you can get back to doing the things you love. On Friday, Health Department Director Steve Browning confirmed the death of a 40-year-old male. The fatality brings Logan's death toll to 130 since the beginning of the outbreak. A total of 90 additional infections of the virus were confirmed through laboratory testing over the last week. Logan County has 145 active cases, 5,223 recoveries, and 130 fatalities. 18 people are hospitalized. The West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources reported 877 additional infections due to COVID-19 today. As of Monday morning, 29 additional deaths were confirmed. Since the onset of the outbreak, a total of 4,292 West Virginians have succumbed to the virus. Statewide, 650 Mountain State residents are hospitalized for the virus. There are 198 patients in intensive care units, and 123 of those patients are on ventilators. West Virginia has 7,867 active cases of COVID-19. The next meeting of the Logan County Commission will be at 3 o'clock today. The meeting will be conducted in the Commission's Annex Building on Stratton Street across from the courthouse. Items listed on the Commission's agenda include a funding request from the Kiwanis Club of Logan for their annual Veterans Day program. And Tridelphia resident Gerald Sloan is scheduled to make a public presentation for redistricting the Commission's magisterial districts. Meetings of the Logan County Commission are open to the public. A state trooper faces a charge of domestic battery in Wyoming County. West Virginia State Trooper James Bradford Fox was arrested after a domestic disturbance Thursday in Pineville. That's according to a news release from Pineville Police Chief Zach Helmendaller. Fox was placed on administrative leave pending the results of a criminal and internal investigation. Fox was arraigned and has posted bond. As some of the Roads to Prosperity road improvement projects start to take form, the Vision of Highways officials are providing an update as some of the bigger projects start to go to bid. One of those projects is in Boone County. 
Bidding is open and work is expected to begin at the Rock Creek Interchange in Boone County this spring. The project will create an access road and new interchange off Corridor G. The aim is to pave the way for development at the former Hobet mine site. State education leaders are revealing more details in a report focused on addressing structural problems in Lincoln County schools. Members of the State Board of Education approved the latest special circumstance review of the school system conducted August 30th through September 3rd. The team spent the past several months focusing on the county's facilities and reported on 14 district-wide findings, 19 district-wide corrective actions. Those findings include problems with the HVAC units. Multiple facilities reportedly have HVAC equipment that is operating past the equipment's expected lifespan of around 12 to 15 years, according to Matt Hicks. He's the director of the State Department of Education's Office of Accountability. Hicks addressed the board last week during a meeting in Charleston. Items also include restricting access to areas that pose safety risks. And according to Hicks, most mechanical, electrical, and custodial areas were not maintained. Some school roofs need to be repaired too, Hicks said. The county is pursuing SBA loans for a potential consolidation of Duval Pre-K-8 through and Midway Elementary Schools at Alum Creek. United States Senators Shelley Moore Capito and Joe Manchin, members of the Senate Appropriations Committee, recently announced more than $2.3 million from the U.S. Department of Agriculture to expand access to high-speed Internet and educational and health services for rural West Virginians. Individual awards which will directly impact the coal fields include $744,328, the West Virginia Higher Education Policy Commission. This rural development investment will be used to purchase distance learning equipment that will develop a statewide network to provide an interactive telecommunications link between hub and end users. $570,211 to Appalachian Regional Healthcare Incorporated. This rural development investment will be used to enhance the Appalachian Regional Healthcare's current telemedicine program by adding 33 telemedicine carts to 29 ARH hospital or outpatient clinic locations throughout eastern Kentucky and western West Virginia. And in high school football action from Friday night, the Logan Wildcats secured their first winning season since 2013 as they moved to 6-3 on the season after knocking off their county rivals, the Chapmanville Tigers, 24-14 on Friday night. The win was the first win for the Wildcats over the Tigers in the last seven outings. High school football scores from around the coal fields from Friday night include number three Point Pleasant outmatching the Man Hillbillies 41 to 14. Tug Valley bested Westside with a final score 29-22. Sissonville defeated Wayne 45-22. Polka outlasted Scott 26-21. Wyoming East fell to Pikeview 28-21. Greenbrier West outscored Sherman 38-8. Mingo Central was blanked by Herbert Hoover 57-0. And Mountview defeated a scoreless Tulsa 54-0. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. 
This from Target 13 meteorologist Joe Fitzwater with your forecast across the coal fields. For tonight, we'll see temperatures dropping down into the upper 40s. A little bit of drizzle will be possible. And that trend continues into your Tuesday with overcast conditions. Wow, it's going to be a cold one out there with high temperatures in the mid-50s. So keep the jackets around. It does warm up a bit by Wednesday with partly cloudy skies and highs in the low 60s. For some Tracker 13, I'm meteorologist Joe Fitzwater. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. Your voice, news, sports, weather, politics, the latest information. First, WVOW and WVOWradio.com.